You're listening to Bad Nerves here on the More Than Punk podcast. I'm Seb Mackay, and this track, New Shapes, is taken from Bad Nerves' self-titled debut album, which is out now. So you can go and pick up a copy or stream it wherever you stream your music. I am going to be chatting with frontman Bobby Nerves for this week's episode. We're going to be talking about everything from pandemic music shows to the band having a TikTok to interviews that he's done in the past where he's been misquoted um, and also covering a little bit of Bring Me The Horizon when we talk about musical evolution. This is a pretty cool episode. Bobby's an absolute legend, uh, so it was a lot of fun to record and I really hope you enjoy it. This is my interview with Bobby Nerves from Bad Nerves here on the More Than Punk podcast. Hello, mate. Hey, Bobby. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's way colder than it was, like two hours ago though so i'm not really stoked about that no it's definitely getting cold i've got a little blow heater in here which is uh keeping me, keeping me going yeah expensive. nice expensive did you say sorry yeah it's expensive, expensive on the old uh the old electricity i know it just keeps going up i hear like yeah it's crazy crazy times at least we're, we're, we're at least it's winter now so being locked indoors isn't quite as bad as it was but it's still not great yeah i know we were talking the other day about um like concerts and stuff because i'm interviewing frank turner later in the week and i was like shit my i was like shit my last gig was in march at the barrel lines in glasgow with him like man it's been it's gone so fast i know it's crazy and i'm kind of it kind of scares me how um how quickly time is going you know like uh Mm -hmm. when you have um I always thought like if I had more time that I would get more things done, but um, <laughs> in, in, in a way having more time is making me more, more, uh, I don't know, a bit of a couch potato. <laughs> you you realize that no matter how much you want to change, you're just not that person. Eh? That's been the big no. thing for me. Like <laughs> Exactly. I've not changed for the better at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Oh, it'd be fine. I'll be one of those guys that keeps active and does lots of creative things. And I'm just like, nah, I've oh, yeah, done that. We sent an interview uh, to do earlier, and one of the questions was, um, you know, have you got any advice for people keeping themselves entertained? I'm like, no. What do you mean, have I got any fucking advice? What do you like? No, <laughs> there's nothing to do. You don't. Well, I mean, I play guitar, obviously, but I do play a bit of guitar. But I don't want to be like, oh, go and learn guitar, pick up a guitar, man. It's like, yeah, yeah. Seems a bit, bit patronising. I made that mistake years ago and um, I was interviewing Seether and I, I was kind of freaking out a little bit. And well, I, was yeah, like, oh. I, haven't heard, I haven't heard that band name for a while. Fucking hell. I know. Fucking yeah. hell. And, yeah. and I, was, I was like, oh, so how do you keep busy on the road? Like what's, you know, you have a lot of downtime thinking that I was somehow being insightful and witty. And he's like, <laughs> dude, we just drink and then we shit and then we sleep. We don't really do anything. I'm not learning right. a new language or doing art. I just fuck around. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, that's the thing. I think, uh, uh, well, uh, my manager's always saying to me, I was like, just, just, just doll it up a little bit. Make, make some shit up. And like, I was like, okay. And I, I did a couple of things where I made some shit up. And then when I saw it get posted, I thought, God, I sound like a right wanker. <laughs> just <laughs> exaggerating all these, all these stupid anecdotes. I was like, fuck's sake but <laughs> yeah the the headline is like bobby nerves says fill time by learning the guitar and joining a punk band or something right yeah i know it's uh can be a little contrived sometimes on the old email email uh interviews <laughs> oh those ones are the worst that's why i like doing these i used to do them and um i would like drink and you know we'd go back and forth and then i realized mm. like cider makes me burp and that sounds real bad on a, on a fucking microphone man <laughs> oh man do you know it's really fun we did uh, an interview the other week after um I don't know. I've been I've been out. Uh, this was like just before the new lockdown, and um, and like 
and I was really hungover the next day, and like, my nose is all blocked up because like I'm just always always got a blocked up nose anyway. And yeah. I've been I've been drinking and smoking and all that shit. I was just like sitting there, and uh, I'll t- uh, it actually wasn't an interview. Sorry, it was a um, it was a uh, meeting with some guy about um, some marketing thing. And apparently I was sitting, apparently all, all he could hear on the microphone was me sniffing constantly. And so I don't know if up or not doing drugs. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I, I, heard, I heard back a little snippet from, a, um, from that thing because they recorded it. And all you can hear is the guy talking to me going, <laughs> just like <laughs> sunk back on the couch, just like not speaking. I was like, oh, no, I can't believe he even bothered. To, I can't believe he carried on doing the, the conversation. To be honest. I would have told me to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, that guy's a trooper, right? Yeah. Not even the polite, like, if it's not a good time, we can reschedule. I know. Like, oh, I know. And I was just sat there. You could barely even see me. I was just in the, I couldn't even see me on the screen. It's not good. Not good. I was trying to do it too much. <laughs> you're, you're living up to that quintessential sort of rock star hype, though, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's what they say. <laughs> bring back the Motley Crue years and all that sort of shit. <laughs> Cool, bloody hell. I don't know if I could party like they did, supposedly. No, anyway. I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole that's, fucking thing, right? That's, I, I, can go, I can go out for one night and then I can't go out again for a while. Yeah, you're gone for a week. I remember, <laughs> yeah. I remember like going through my Motley Crue phase and I read like The Dirt and all that sort of stuff. And then yeah. much, much later, I picked up Fair and Loathing in Las Vegas. And I was oh, like, fuck. this is not even, I was like, this is yeah. nothing. Like, what are people hyped about? Like, Motley Crue did this so much harder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone always goes on that fear of loving being the, uh, you know, pinnacle of drug taking, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who the fuck's this Hunter S. Thompson guy? He needs yeah. to up his game. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah, loser. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, man. <laughs> Total make, loser. Make a fucking <laughs> effort. Fuck it out. I haven't actually read that myself. I've seen the film. I haven't read the book. Uh, uh, I can't recommend. I mean, Same after shit. that, I can't rec- really recommend it, can I? <laughs> Fair enough. Finally, somebody is not recommending Fair and Loathing. It's a nice break. That's it. We'll <laughs> just leave the interview there, and we can end yeah, on yeah, high. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah awesome. <clears throat> hey, thanks for coming and hanging out. I do appreciate it. Um, I'm going to yeah, try. Yeah, I'm going to try and make this a fun interview without gimmicks and games. Um, and, and I'm going to do that by putting you on the spot and latching onto your marketing call. Cause one of the things that I find Fuck. really kind of like interesting and weird at the moment is mm. that whole, Hey, we're in a band and we play shows, but not anymore. So I some know, of us yeah. do tw- like some of us do Twitch live streams and some of us don't like, how's the kind of, uh, business of being in a band like changed for you? Like, what is that? Are you just like, fuck, let's just wait until it's over? Or are you kind of trying to figure some shit out? Um, I think from the live, from the live gig um, side, we're, um, it does not really appeal to me, the whole, um, you know, like, uh, sorry, it's good for my skin. So my, there they go. No worries. Um, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me, the, the playing live, um, playing live over, uh, over the internet. It just seems a bit, um, yeah, I don't know. It just seems... <laughs> The whole thing that's fun about playing live is playing with a crowd, you know. Yeah, so doing yeah. it with um, doing it with uh, doing it over a live stream or doing it um, you know, with a seated audience is neither of them appeal to me at all. I, I think it's cool that people are trying to figure out ways to do it, but <laughs> we've kind of joked in our band that you know if we have we'll never play live again <laughs> unless <laughs> unless we have, unless it's how it was because you know it's sort of. It, it, that is the fun of it, you know. The fun, the fun bit has been taken, has sort of been taken away. Because it, it's not really, it's not really the same. If you're even if you're on stage going for it, you know, having, having like having a blast yourself. If everyone's sitting down, even if you can see everyone nodding their heads, like 
it's still not the same vibe, you know. And uh, I think I'd, I think I'd rather just leave us in the imagination of the people who saw us when it was okay, when it was good, <laughs> and then uh, and then that be that. But uh, but then again, you know, I suppose if if gigs never happen again, then maybe maybe we'll do some live thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm quite pessimistic about it. To be honest. Yeah. No. I mean, fair, uh, yeah. fair enough. I feel. I feel like as bands, you kind of get to a point and where you move away from being the guys on stage where everyone's standing at the bar, right? Mm, and yeah. being online is kind of that because it's like, yeah, I'm sort of watching a live stream, but mostly I'm on Instagram on my phone. Well, exactly. And, that's the thing. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're sitting there, like, just on your on your laptop, and you've. It just yeah, it seems like it'd be a bit of a side note. It's certainly nowhere near the same experience as being at a real gig. I mean, I saw um, Frank Carter just did a um, a live show the other day, didn't he? even the Rattlesnakes, mm. whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't actually, I didn't actually see it, but um, but it, from the look, the previews of it, you know, it looks like they've really, they really, you know, have sort of gone all out, and it looks wicked. But then mm. in my head, in my head, I still think, but isn't it just like a sort of, it's just like a live music video essentially? You know, it doesn't. Yeah. It's like. And I, I, like I said, I totally, I totally think it's cool. People trying to do it like, and I said that Frank Carter Mouse thing, so it looked really cool. But I, for me personally, being, being in a band, I just, um, I don't know. I think, I, I, I don't know. I think I'd rather wait <laughs> until, uh, you know, maybe if we had some big funding and people were like, yeah, we're going to put this massive, film all this shit. But if we did it, I'd have to film all of it and edit it all. And I just, nah. <laughs> mm. time. Know, totally right it's like you go from being like in a band and making music to like multimedia influencer youtube creative social oh, God, media yeah. and you're just like fuck i don't want to do this that's where we have a I team know. for oh man exactly that's that's the thing and we've got a really great team of people um with regards to everything else pretty much like we've got a re- well, we're working with some people that we really like who seem to really like who seem to really like the band you know it all seems to be for a you know everyone's on the same uh, on the same wavelength but we don't have a team of people to do all the all the social media, all the you know music videos and <clears throat> photo shoots, and I've got a couple of mates actually who do photo shoots with. But um, yeah, you do have to do yeah, you do have to do everything, and you shouldn't complain because it's amazing because we can do all this. You know, you can sort of learn all this stuff on the internet for free now, pretty much. You know, and uh, if you, if you can be asked and you've got the patience, you can learn to do this stuff, and then you can obviously post it out and reach people from all over the world. So it is wicked, <laughs> but but you. Know, you <laughs> yeah. But but you do get to that point where you're like, oh, I haven't written a song for months, you know, and that's that's the one thing that I, that keeps the wolf on the door. Like, that's the thing that, mm. that I enjoy, you know, and then everything else is is fun to an extent. But it's just like, just want to write songs. I I, I've, I have kind of got to the point where I, if I had the money, I probably would pay someone to make the video, but I would just produce it, so I don't yeah, have to do. Yeah. So I can just do the ideas because that's that's the thing that I find hard is I come up with ideas and then I just have no idea how to make them happen because they're. Mm. Uh, because there's no budget and I, you know, and I don't really know what I'm doing. That's the other thing. So, but kind of, kind of works. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm exactly the same. I'm like, I want to do this. And if I don't have to deal with the other shit, with all the promoting and all the editing yeah. and stuff like that, the more, the better, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I guess it's just one of those things and it? you kind of just got a grin and bear it. Cause it is, it is cool, but you just, I think it's because of lockdown as well, being particularly locked in doing more of this stuff mm. and, and, and like, doing more of that but and even I'm almost doing less writing than I was when I had less time because <laughs> I'm doing because I've got more time to do all that other crap that I didn't want to do before so now my time's been spent doing all that so it's cool though it's, it is I do like doing the music videos but it's just um 
I would rather be writing songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an interesting thing because there's obviously like SoundCloud rappers and all those kind of people that don't mm. play shows, but that I, yeah, I yeah. was going to say make a living. I'm going to use that really fucking broadly. <laughs> yeah, um, well, don't be throwing that term around loosely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then when you have like, like they seem just so, I guess, fully equipped for it. And then sort of our scene, punk, rock, psychedelic, however you want to like bundle yeah. it together. Everyone's mm. just like, oh shit what do we do yeah but, but which yeah. is like no one wants to make 30 second songs for tiktok videos right like it's it's against the whole ethos of it well th- th- this is that's funny you say because i've got i've got tiktok i just put like uh on, under my name yeah. it's kind of about you know just because uh one of my friends was saying you should get on it and i was like i don't want to be that guy who is you know past it and is like nah I'm, I'm i don't know what that is and i don't i don't like it so i'm trying to keep an open mind in regards to this stuff you know because uh mm-hmm. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't have any social media. <laughs> and uh, but, I've, but I've got there and I see all these things people are doing. And like, and I haven't really, I've posted things up there that I've made, like, um, you know, bits of the music videos and, and little bits like that. And I'm, I know, like, last few weeks, I'm thinking, shit, am I going to, am I going to really have to do some sort of like, how to write a song in one minute, how to write a punk song in one minute video? I'm like, I don't know if that's going to cheapen my, my, my whole, like, brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, uh, but then it's still a good tool. You sort of think, oh, if you can reach more people to hear music, then is, is it a bad thing? But yeah, it's a very scary age where you can, you can make something and have not really thought about it. You can make something, put it on the internet so quickly and, and then you never know. In a few months' time, you might be like, oh man, I, everyone saw that and I really don't actually think that was that cool or great. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's kind of difficult with, with that, especially now, it's just so easy, but. Yeah. yeah it's like you don't always think it through and you're like oh i'm just gonna throw this up and see what happens and then four months later or whatever someone's like oh remember that thing you did and you're like oh, shit. i know to- totally that's why i'm so glad that i grew up in a time where um the internet i mean i still posted some questionable things on the internet throughout my 20s <laughs> yeah but but not but not as questionable as i would have done had i been like 12 or 13 which is what all these other kids are dealing with growing growing up with this stuff must be um, well, I can't even imagine what that would be like. You know, I feel, I feel bad for, for for the kids growing up with this because everyone's, yeah, no one's climbing trees anymore, are they? <laughs> They're yeah, climbing yeah. virtual trees on an app. It's um, it is bizarre. Uh, and it's, I think it's lucky for us because all the questionable stuff we posted was on Bebo and that got nuked like however long ago. You know, like it's exactly. just gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, MySpace as well. I was like so glad MySpace is gone. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. my profile was, I think my profile had Joey Jordison plastered all over it, if I remember rightly. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure mine was pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, re- I remember when he when he got the boot from Slipknot, and it was still it was like this massive like scene outcry and all of that stuff. And then it was like Jay joined, and it's like, oh, it sounds the same. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the the, the message there is uh, is uh, be the singer because otherwise no one cares about you. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, here we are talking to the singer. Yeah, right? yeah. exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah. Mind. was that was that your kind of like this is gonna sound so facetious and it's definitely yeah. not how i mean it but you're sort of being like you know um be the singer because otherwise no one cares about you was there a moment for you where you're like yeah i want to front a band because of like you know because you could have learned to play the drums or a fucking yeah. bass guitar well, or whatever but, and, you know yeah i mean i mean i do play uh, drums is my first instrument bizarrely um, yeah but I, well actually no i guess i guess singing probably is um i've been singing since i was like kid you know it was drums are my first like, instrument outside of my body <laughs> um but um except but for I, when you're doing this right yeah yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> but um i uh i played drums in, in in other bands and stuff and it was really it was fun but um i i personally always felt more 
drawn to have, being able to sort of run around the, the front of the stage and, and, do, and do singing. Like, it always felt a bit more natural. But, um, but then there was, was all, I mean, I had people in my, one of my old bands that would come up to me at the merch desk and ask, ask me when the band was coming out. And I'm like, standing there soaking wet. Like in ear monitors hanging out my ears, just had like played like really hard set. And because I mean, drums is hard, man, drums mm. are hard. A lot, there's a lot of pressure on, on drums as well because you can't fuck up, you know what I mean? You, not really, anyway. You kind of yeah. can with punk, you kind of can with punk a bit. If anything, if you fuck up with punk, it adds to it. <laughs> but, yeah. um, <laughs> but you know, but, um, but generally, there's a lot more pressure. And then so that, that pressure is also started to piss me off. So yeah, I do, I do prefer just being able to roam around the front and, uh, <laughs> you know, not have to worry about the actual music being played. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I can kind of just sort of squeal down the mic and, uh, you know, get away with it, hopefully. <laughs> I did, uh, years ago, I talked to the lead singer of Carnifex and he was like, we were just talking about weird shit next to him about how one of his first jobs was in a morgue and we started talking about like his deepest, darkest fears and stuff. It sort of went way wow. off the fucking left end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> deep end, rather. And he was like, you know, every time I go on stage, I just have to say to myself, do not fuck this up. Do not forget the lyrics. Yeah, I'm just I, like, forget, I, for, I forget the lyrics all the fucking time and just make shit yeah. up as we sing it. <laughs> we, we went on tour with a band called Hyde Tide a couple of years ago. A really cool bunch of guys. They, uh, they're doing a band called Noisy now, I think. Um, but we, uh, we, we were playing songs that have come out now. Like, uh, we've got a song called Palace where I just ha- hadn't even written the lyrics. So no, <laughs> I, I, was watching, I was watching footage back the other day when I was trawling through my hard drive. And uh, you can, I can just hear myself. I was like, "What am I singing?" Like just making up words as I, as I went along. <laughs> but this is the weird thing. Like with this, this is why I love this this band so much is that that's the kind of thing that would I would have used to really panic about. Whereas mm-hmm. with this band, because the vibe is so much fun. When, when we were playing, like, I didn't I didn't even care. I didn't have a lyrics. I was like, I just I know I know random words that I would kind of want to say. I'm just going <laughs> to make it up as I go along. And uh, which which on paper sounds like a really terrifying thing, but I don't know. It's kind of kind of part of fun um, you know, apparently that's how rise against write their songs where they, they just stand there and they play in the band room and then tim just goes blah, 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 until he just yeah. starts like forming words yeah i mean, so, I mean fair, you're onto a good thing yeah well i mean i suppose to be fair that is how that is how i would write a song you know if i had the, yeah if i had the music or done the music whatever i would sit there and, and that's how i do it i wouldn't generally do it with the band because it's um i don't know it's a very um uh, solitary thing I, I, I think doing vocals I think it's quite when you're trying to work them out anyway because I don't like don't like trying to work out a vocal and then I'll try something and then someone someone's in the room goes oh yeah yeah that's good and it's like I don't I, I, I don't need commentary you know what I mean I, <laughs> I want to I try out different ideas like and if I think something's good it doesn't mean I'm going to stop trying I do, you know what I mean so I kind of <laughs> prefer doing that on my own but fair play if I can do that in a room together is there, was that like, against, against me was that, was that? Uh, rise against oh rise against sorry yeah 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 um there's, I guess there's a thing with, I'm curious about that sort of writing by committee sort of thing, right? Because obviously yeah. every, every band is, is sort of slightly different. You're like, now when I'm working out vocals, I just want to figure yeah. my shit. So you, you like figure it out and you take it to the band. You're like, this is what I'm going to do. And they go, oh, Bobby, oh no, man. And, <laughs> and do you start again or is it like a whole, like, this is it, um, fuck it, this is how we're playing? Yeah, well, I mean, it pretty much is the latter. <laughs> I mean, I have yeah. had, there, have been, there have been a couple of times, like with Baby, we've got a song called Baby Drummer that was... Um, a bit of a Frankenstein of song that sounded completely different, had completely different parts in it originally. And then, um, and I was listening to it on the computer and I was like, oh, the only bit of this song that is good is this mid late. The mid late is now what is the main riff of pretty much the whole song. <laughs> and uh, so there's, there's a lot of uh, sort of trying different versions of that. And the problem is, you know, when people, when, you're in a, when you hear like a demo early on and then you change it, people find it very hard to accept changes because like, you know, they get used to the other one. We call it demo-itis. Uh, but, um, but I definitely had that with that 
Yeah, I did, I, uh, I did a re repeating lyric in the chorus. So the first line goes, baby, I'm all yours. And then at the end of the chorus, I end up repeating that line again. He goes, baby, I'm all yours. And the music breaks out and then it goes back into the verse. And, uh, but it didn't originally do that because I did that by accident on the computer. I accidentally duplicated the first bit of the chorus over to, this end, over to the end of the chorus. And I was like, fuck, actually, that's really cool. And I changed it. I remember going into the rehearsal room and, uh, uh, or, or whether it was over text, I can't remember. One of the guys was just like, just don't like that new part, man. It's just not as good. It's just not as good. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, well, it is, but so fuck you. And uh, <laughs> and then um, and then about yeah, and about six months later, I said, do you still not like that part? And he was like, no, to be honest with you, I love it. <laughs> I was like, exactly. <laughs> You're like, this is why like, this is not a democracy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, trust my trust my judgment. Okay, it's got you this far. <laughs> um, no, but yeah. So no, normally, I do I do like to get um, the other guys' feedback though. But um, you know, and and generally generally. Uh, that if they don't like something, it, it's, it's generally something that I don't like as well. And I just need validation that, that it is shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, I tend to do that on my own though. Yeah. Um, and just sort of say, this is a song. And if there's any bits they don't like, they sort of tell me and I decide whether to, whether to, uh, whether to pay any attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, I've, I've always found like the demos thing kind of, interesting because you know you get bands that release like a special edition of an album right and the last thing is like five demos and i've always been yeah, one yeah. of those people that's like what, what, what i don't want why do i want to listen to that and i get that it's cool yeah. for people that want to go on the journey but mm. i'm like i don't i, I don't want to hear about you taking yeah. a shit i just want to like see the final thing yeah you know? yeah see yeah exactly yeah i think um yeah i, I don't i mean we haven't released any demos and I, you know i had there have been things where we thought about doing something you know something like that and i'm just like but then I, yeah i just sort of think the same thing like and then when I listen to the some of the demos, I'm like, people can't hear this. this and then, yeah. I, then in my head, I'm in my in my head, I'm thinking, right, okay, well, if I'll, I'll get, I'll open up the old project and just look at the demo and just tweak it a little bit so it's not a shit. And I'm like, that is not the point of doing that. The point is to put the demo out. So I'm like, nah, yeah. <laughs> no demo. But actually, most of most of the demos I'm doing now, I'm, I'm making. They sound so like so rough that it's actually cool. So I kind of trying to make a point of making the demo sound like uh, sound so shit and so old school sort of punk that i wouldn't mind it if they got released but saying yeah. that it depends on how the final version sounds i suppose but um yeah no it's not something you're planning to do anytime soon <laughs> yeah it's always been a real interesting one i guess if it i mean if they all sound that kind of old school and shit it's like it's an ep yeah. on its own right yeah and it's kind of cool like uh it's like this next album i want to do um i want to re record stuff like sort of have some stuff that sounds sort of like the stuff we've done now which is quite it's quite powerful and punchy i think but it's still got that sort of punk edge sort of i hope um mm. i want to do more stuff like that and maybe some and maybe a couple of a couple of other tracks that are like like even even like bigger and poppier but then i want to do some 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 total opposite stuff and this next album be like a bit of a journey between production styles of the various you know influences mm -hmm. but um although uh i think uh, my manager did my manager did say he's like you do realize you can't have the whole next album sounding like it's been recorded through an iphone and i was like oh really <laughs> like nah honestly I'll, I'll quit if you do that i'm like oh fuck's sake <laughs> That's my, my next project out the window. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can always point half, to... It will be half and half. Yeah, yeah, nice. So it's like half recorded through an iPhone and half recorded through a Samsung or something, right? That's, that's exactly. the art. It's, it's good, high art. It's good, promo good promotion for Apple as well because they're, they're not doing so great. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it's been tough times over there. <laughs> I, I think one of the things that's interesting, right, because you always talk to bands about like progression and all that sort of artsy shit because no one wants to make the same mm. stuff over and over. But the one thing mm. that keeps coming up for me is like, because bands are like, yeah, but you know, you've got to balance your existing fan base with like new people. But I think like, bring me the horizon really fucking nailed that left turn. 
like yeah, i didn't give a shit band, about that band be... until mm. like that's the spirit and then i was like oh okay this is yeah. cool exactly yeah because yeah, their first ep the uh, this is what you the edge of your seat was made for whoever it's mm. called that was like i mean i don't can't even i'm not very good with my genres but that was like fucking death screamo metal or something i don't know like you know really not my sort of thing but i mean I'd li- i had listened to it and i was you know it's like compared to what they're doing now it's like wow what a, prog- what a progression from but i think that's i think you know i think there's uh power to them you know what i mean they're also totally, a massive band you know and um and you know and things some of the some of their uh i haven't really ever properly got into them but some of their um you know, some of their songs you hear on radio, and they've got some pretty good hooks, <laughs> like some of them, you know what I mean, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I actually, um, I did an interview, an interview with them, so I do some filming stuff on the side, like on the side for oh, cool. random bits. I did an interview with with uh, with Matt, is it Matt the drummer? Yeah, Matt yeah. Nichols, that's it. And, um, and, you know, fucking one of the coolest dudes ever. Like, such a cool, bear in mind, this is Ali Pally, and they were just about to play Sold Out Alexander Palace. Just the most chilled, cool dude, and that really—that that, I mean, obviously, that's, that's that's outside the music, but it did make me think. You know, fair play, <laughs> you know, fair play totally, to these man. guys. Yeah, but, um, yeah, no, it's pretty nuts the progression, though, isn't it? Like, because um, they're like Radio One hit friendly bangers now, aren't they? Pretty much. Yeah, and before but, they were like. Mm. It's, it's, radio friendly banger. I'm, I'm not saying that in a bad way. <laughs> totally. No, no, no. I mean, I completely agree, right? Like, I always think of them as the band that kind of mastered the left turn. Like that, and you know, if you if you're a fan of theirs and you've grown up with them for like, this is just gonna yeah. be bring me the horizon chat, but fuck it. If you you know yeah, if you've like right. grown up with them over like 15 years or however long they've been, it's like you go from being pissed yeah. off and angry to like, oh shit, I've got kids yeah. and now I can play songs in the car. You know? Yeah, yeah. And the cool thing with bring me the horizon, where you kind of got to give them credit whether you like them or not, is that they they did, did that left turn, but they did it gradually enough that it didn't seem like an absolute sellout. <laughs> Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like their stuff. The stuff got kind of slowly gained, had more commercial appeal without them sort of seeming like they gone from death metal to being like, we want to make money, you know? <laughs> I think that's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's, that, that's an important part of a, of a progression is a, it, it being, you know, organic like that, I guess, you know? That would make a pretty cool ironic t-shirt though, right? We went from death metal to wanting to make money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'd probably make a fortune out of it. That's, that's what's really funny. <laughs> Sell them for 30 quid a pop. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Though. I sort of think like, because because there's a band that I really love called Radioactivity, mm. and they did um, their first album. I was just obsessed with, and uh, still still am really. Um, and their second album, um, well, actually no, well, weirdly enough, the second album what was it wasn't like exa- I wasn't exactly the same as the first, and I and I was like part of me at first was a bit sort of I was gutted. It was you know, I had the exact same thing as Slipknot when I was younger. I used to love, I loved Iowa, that album. Mm. I love the first one as well, but the second one is the one I really love. And when the, when the next one came out, I was, I was really disappointed. It was my first disappointment I had experienced as a, as a youngster in like waiting for an album. And because uh, it was so different. But then from an artist's perspective, it's like, yeah, you, you, I, I don't want to make this album to sound like this first one because I'm like, bored of this first one now, you know? I'm not bored of it, but I'm, I'm not, I'm bored of it in the sense of writing like that. You know, I want to write some stuff like that, but I want to do other stuff. But then you sort of think, yeah, is that thing in your head where you're like, oh, but think, remember when those other bands you loved didn't put out the exact same record the next time you were really disappointed? I'm like, oh no, <laughs> shit, trying to find that balance. Like, um, but uh, yeah. Do you do you feel like you kind of have to plan it? And I mean, I don't know many bands that that actually do this, but like, I'm thinking if you're going, okay, we're going to come up with three albums and we're slowly like spread out that change, or are you just like, you know, fuck it, that is way too much forethought. Yeah, I mean, 
the, the, we've got loads of demos hanging around from from this album so i think there will naturally be similarities but i want to i want it to be more this album is just single it's like it's pretty much singles you know two minute singles mm-hmm. for you know, 12, 12 times in a row and then it's over <laughs> and uh, and, and, that, and that's cool because that's what i wanted that's what I, that's what i wanted to do i didn't think i didn't think oh i want to write an album of singles but i knew i wanted to just write two minute bangers so that's what i wanted mm-hmm. to do you know whereas this next one i want to i wanted it to be a bit more of a like it's not just song 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 you know be a bit more yeah. like three or four songs and then maybe then break it i don't know just break it up somehow make it a bit more of a i don't know more of a story <laughs> or something i don't know we'll see yeah, yeah like, a lot, so, i don't really think about don't really think about it to be honest so, like, I'm, I'm talking like i'm thinking about it, but i don't really think about it just gonna just write write whatever whatever comes out and that'll be that <laughs> that's the whole point of these things though isn't it it's like they're a necessary evil of redu- of like putting out an album it's like fuck i have to go and say the same thing 50 different ways to like 45 different assholes that want to do interviews you yeah. know <laughs> yeah well yeah this is why these are better because you actually get to talk but then when you're doing the, the email interviews it's like you know the same thing, and then the problem is, I get I find myself getting caught up in a web of lies because I'm like I make up one thing for one 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 interview, I'll be I feel a bit co- I'll be a bit cocky, and I'll be like you know what, okay, let's let's I'm, I'm bored of this, I'm going to say something fun, and then the next week I will get the same question, and then I can't be asked, and I just write something that's sort of normal, and then I, it's just all these conflicting answers to the same questions <laughs> all over the internet. But um, yeah, it's a scary thing actually. I don't really like, I don't like being quoted on things, mm. you know. <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of like it's a bit, a bit scary, but. Uh, such as I've already been misquoted a few times and sounded like a right wanker that's really uh, confused me about what to say <laughs> and, and how yeah. to act. Because I guess that's the thing is like no one really and it, like teaches you how to do these things, right? You sort of just, yeah. one day yeah. you're making songs, playing to a few people in a pub and then the next like yeah. people are calling you being like, tell me about your band and you're like, mm. oh, fuck. Yeah, and, t- and even worse, don't, don't tell me about you. That's, that's, that's the thing, tell me about you. And it's like a... And over email, that is that can be that can be tricky because you're like, well, he's just a, just a bloke that plays guitar. Like, I mean, there's not really, <laughs> you know, you're trying to think of what what can what can I make up that makes me that make me seem like the next David Bowie or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he's a genius. So I can't, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to fake genius. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like Bowie and like Freddie Mercury kind of set the bar, and everyone was like, oh, creative people are geniuses and they're exciting, and we're like, we're not. Yeah, we're yeah. just a bit depressed sometimes. No, you know, boring. Yeah, yeah, boring. Smoke too much weed. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, it's, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's like, it's like the... funny because we actually got. Go on. No, no, you go. Oh, I was gonna say because I just put the like, misquoting thing. Like the literally yesterday, uh, I uh, there's a, a website that was, um, <clears throat> and I didn't see it. It was actually, uh, um, who was it? I think it was my mum actually. But <laughs> she she said to me, she was like. Uh, she read this out and what someone had done, they'd taken my, I'd, I'd described what one of the songs was about and I'd really, I kind of really exaggerated it and because and, it was kind of about partying too much, like loosely. And um, but I exaggerated it, what, what it was about and sort of like took an event that happened and way exaggerated it, like, and it made me sound like, like a mad, like a massive drug addict, basically. And, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then this, this, this website has take, taken this description of the song and then, and then repackaged it to make it sound like I'm talking about my everyday life. And I was like, oh, and I, and I couldn't even remember saying it first. And then I, I, do, I do remember where it came from, but I was just thinking, fuck, like someone's, using, someone's taken what I've said about what, one, what I've exaggerated about what one of our songs is about and then made it sound like that's me talking about my daily life. Um, I mean, it does sound very rock and roll, so there is that. But, um, <laughs> and it, it adds to your street cred, right? Well, I don't know. I don't, I'm not allowed out in the streets anymore. I don't think that exists. <laughs> that's a that's a fair point. Yeah, and is it really worth the, the streets panic- are illegal? And is it really worth yeah. a panicked call from your mum being like, "Have you been doing too much cocaine?" 
<laughs> well, that's that's what I thought. I was like, maybe I should just be honest with it. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so yeah, that I, it does it does it does worry me a little bit because I do have a habit of chatting nonsense. So I'm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want I don't want anyone to really like the band and then speak to me and be like, yeah, but you don't really like the singer. <laughs> that'd be that'd be horrible. So it's, it's like trying to get the be- the best of you across without without to somebody who doesn't know you and just hope hope that they uh, that they don't think you're a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just good lessons for life, though, isn't it? Just like probably is. Actually, try yeah. not to it be prob- a wanker. It probably is. It's, it's not an interview only thing, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, just had to open my window. One sec, lost you. No worries, man. I'm back. I'm back. Cool. Yeah, yeah no worries. There we go. Go on. No, no, you're back. Excellent. Yeah. Hey, one of the, this is, you're going to hate this, but I'm going to spring it on you anyway, because um, I'm on this side of the camera, I suppose. One of the, one of the things that I do yeah. at the end of the interviews is play the, like, the, the new track from a band, right? So mm. to really like, end this on a sour note, and you go, I'm never talking to that guy again. Can you, do you want to do like a sort of soft lead in? Yeah, yeah, to, okay, to well, get added to the blacklist. I'm cur- curious to know, like, um, it's your brand new one, which is New Shapes. New, new Shapes? Yeah. You want me to intro it because you're going to play it? Yeah, I'm going to play it. So a little bit about New Shapes, and then I'll, I'll okay. put myself on that blacklist, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting long, that list now. I haven't got enough space for my hard drive. Um, <clears throat> okay. This, this, is, this is New Shapes, Bad Nerves, 1 minute 45, all you can eat. Buffet, punk rock and roll. Uh, good luck and good night. I want you around. I want you around. When your mind is square.